You're listening to a DM podcast. All right, your accent is too is too Aussie, so you can't pronounce it the Italian way. Okay, I'll leave that for you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Mr. A Plus. Hope everyone hope everyone out there is doing well. I have been told by at least one person that I'm described as a social butterfly, and I'm willing to admit that I am. After all, friendships are of great importance to mental health, human connection, and our sanity. Recently, I had a holiday in Perth, WA, for the second time. Joining me today is someone who is one of the most awesome people I have ever encountered. She's like family to me and vice versa. Now, let's all give a warm welcome to one of my best friends of all time, Hannah Campbell. Woo! Hi, Michael. Hello, How Hannah. are you? Doing well, thanks. How are you and your family doing? We're good and we all miss you. I miss you guys too. I've even got River next to me today. I miss her as well. She's a lot of fun, that dog. How have you been since you've been back from Perth? I've been doing all right, navigating through life as well as I can, but still not happy to be back here. Well, you've got exciting things happening this year, so you've got a lot to look forward to. Yes, I would say that I do. I heard that you were on Big Brother three years ago. How did did you come across the opportunity, and why exactly did you want to partake in this show? Well... Oh gosh, I was going through a bad breakup at the time and I just applied as a joke. I just wanted to get out of Perth for a bit and I knew the best way to get out of Perth is to get locked in a house without your phone and being connected to the world. So yeah, I applied for Big Brother and I got a call the next day and I got an interview and then yeah, I ended up getting in pretty easy. That's impressive. Well done. Yes, it was amazing. I feel like it's just what I needed at that time in my life to escape. Yeah. But when I was on Big Brother, I was on the series where we were deemed the safest people in Australia because COVID hit Australia when we were in there and we had no idea what was happening in the outside world. Mm-hmm. So I went into Big Brother and the world was normal. I came out and there was no toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> and on my flight back from Sydney, there were two people on my flight. It's like I had a private jet, a budget private jet. Nice. <laughs> so I had cheese and biscuits on demand. You mean cheese and crackers? Yeah, cheese and crackers. I think I had about 15 packets. And you know I'm not lying because that's how much I ate in front of you. (laughs) Yes. Good times. Good times. (laughs) It was fun. It was lots of fun. I think it was the same year you were on um, Love on the Spectrum. Um, That first came out in 2019. The second season. What year was that out on TV? 2021. During COVID, I watched your season of Love on the Spectrum. And I loved it. I was obsessed. Also, just a quick reminder, my podcast has a strict no COVID talk policy. Oh, sorry. All good. How are you to know anyway? Well, you have told me about 27 times. Yes. And, cons- <laughs> and considering that it's not your, your expertise. Yes. But eating snacks is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually bought some. <laughs> I actually got some pepper pecorino cheese this week again, Michael. It's pronounced pecorino. Pecorino. Well, I had it in your honor. The whole block. The entire block. That's kind of flattering. So, <laughs> but otherwise, good for you. Well, I love it. 
Would you care to share any dirt during your time on Big Brother? Because I actually saw that you were in a cage. Yes. So I actually didn't know I was coming into the show late. Um, So I ended up going in a cage over the house and there were already people in there. So I only found out I was coming in late as I was in the cage. It was honestly one of the most crazy experiences of my life. Um, I'm so glad I did it. It was not what I expected. We're living in, it's pretty much a warehouse. It's it's like they set up a house in a warehouse. Um, And I just remember there were always like little, there were always bugs everywhere and not raccoons. We don't have raccoons in Australia, do we? No. What are those little fluffy, um, they're not rats. We don't have them in WA, but they're like little fluffy, not bandicoots. You mean possums? Possums. <laughs> we have possums that would come into the house at night and pull on the beds and stuff. Okay. I know. But the funny thing is when I, on my season of Big Brother, everyone lost weight, but I gained four, four to five kilos because <laughs> 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 I didn't stop eating. The whole time in there, but we're on rations. But I made the be- I made the most out of the rations. We had um, like white rice, a lot of white bread, white pasta. So I'd make sweet rice, savory rice. I'd make muffins every day. Um, I'd make cookies without any recipes. I just would throw things together and hope for the best. So basically, you just took all all the food that was available and just made it into whatever. Yeah, and ate it. Of course you did. I know. And most of them are are full of carbohydrates. That's why I put on a little bit of weight. I was eating so much. I think I was actually stress eating, to be honest, because it was a bit of a stressful experience. I find comfort in food. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I keep asking your legs this question. How you holding up, fellas? (laughs) Holding up quite well today. I went for a run this morning. I went for a nice run, 6K run with my friend Jude, and then we walked to River, and River was a maniac, like usual. <laughs> of course. You know like. When did your um, time on Big Brother end? I was in the house for a month. I don't really remember the dates. When you're in Big Brother, you don't have, um, you're not connected to the outside world at all, so you've got, you don't have a phone, you don't hear any news, you've got nothing. No television? Nothing. You have to make your own fun. Seriously? I wonder if I would have been of help. Yeah, you could have done all your um, all your comedy. You've done a lot of stand-up comedy for me. I wouldn't really call that stand-up comedy. They were just jokes. They were funny. Michael got up during my birthday and did a few jokes and everyone was laughing. They thought it was hilarious. Actually, we're going to get to that very, very soon. But I also need to ask you, um, what happened after your time on Big Brother? You know, in your world. Luckily for me... Um, I was working in aged care, so my work actually gave me the time off to go on the show, which I was very honoured. So I flew in from Sydney and the next day, so what, 10 hours later, I was back at work in the office um, and I was working in aged care and that's when obviously COVID had hit, so my job was very busy. Hmm. I think everything was a bit overwhelming for me because I'd just been on the show and then I went straight back into work. So I didn't really process Big Brother until it actually aired on TV. But I actually, I'm, I'm glad I did it that way because I just went straight back to normal life. I was going to ask you what your current, what is your current employment, but you've already answered that clearly. But I do need to ask you, what are the perks of it? So many perks. So I work at Juniper Aged Care and I love it. Um, I'm a communications advisor, so... 
I get to, I'm pretty much the journalist for for my work. So I get to write stories, I get to interview people, um, I get to do social media, I do videos, I do photography, I do like media statements, um, I write opinion pieces. I get to do a lot, of, a lot of stuff, but my favourite part of my job is actually going into the homes and meeting the residents. I love oldies and you know that. Um, my favourite person in the world is my nonna, who you got to meet. Yes, of course. She's amazing. But I've always I've always had a passion for aged care. I've worked in aged care for six years now. Well done. I love it. A lot of people said, you know, when I got into aged care, I think, how old was I? Was it? A maths, you do the maths, Michael. If I'm 30 now. So that means you were 24. Yeah. So I got into aged care then and everyone was like, why are you going into aged care? Why do you love it so much? But I just... I thrive in aged care. I thrive around people. I've got to be around people. I love helping people and I love like listening to people because I've learned so much more talking to residents in aged care than I have from anyone else in the world because they've got so much they've got so much to give and there's not many people that actually sit down and talk to them about their lives and when you actually do it you learn so much from them. So I've learned my the most amount of stuff that's of value to me from residents in aged care. Just tips on, you know, how to live a good life and mm. tips on how to be happy or, you know, how to help others or... Yeah, of course. Yeah, trying to trying to help them get the best out of each day. Yeah, aren't we all? You'd be good in aged care, Michael. Me? You'd be, you are so caring and loving and thoughtful. I don't really consider myself to be carer material. But you've got a caring nature. You always care about what people think. Yes, but the thing is... I don't really share your passion for aged care. Yeah, I saw you with my nonna. My nonna loved you. You're just a very, you're, I guess you're a friendly person. You get along with everyone, but. Yeah. There needs to be a lot more younger people in aged care because they need us right now. Because you mentioned that you love being around, being around people so much, something tells me that you absolutely hate being alone. I just, I thrive off people. I thrive off connection. Um, I'm the type of person where I'm happy around people. People... You know, people bring out the best of me. I do enjoy my alone time too, but yeah, I just love being around people. Like I love being around you. I loved you coming over for five days and spending time with me. That made, my, well, I'm still on cloud nine that you got to do that with me and be the first visitor in my new house. People bring out the best in me, but you bring out the best in me, Michael. Thanks, Hannah. I appreciate that. I also happen to know that you're also a part-time influencer. What are some of the specific perks that you enjoy about that field of work? Okay, so the best part, I think, coming off Big Brother was giving myself um, a public profile and getting followers and on social media. Um, and that obviously turned into a little bit of a side business. So I've worked with some amazing brands over the last three years. Any money I've made off social media, I put into a high interest savings account. And that's what helped me save for my first home deposit. So it, it helped me save and I've always done that and I'll always do it. So obviously I've bought my house and you got to visit my house. But yep. yeah, for me, I use it for savings um, to, and it just it just supports me because the cost of living now is so high. Yeah, I know. So I'm just grateful that I, I, get, I still get contacted by so many local West Australian businesses to work with them. Sometimes I, I have to pinch myself. Sounds exciting. I follow your, your journey on Instagram all the time. I know. And well, what, how, what do you think of the little video we did? It was very beautiful. I know, I love it. I keep looking back at it.
I was in Perth about two weeks ago, and you were the reason why I went back. Why was that? Because I turned the big 3-0. Of course. And you were amazing and flew over to celebrate with me. And I will forever be grateful for you, Michael, for doing that. It was my honour. Honestly, it was the best birthday present ever. I had the best five days with you. We did so much fun stuff. Oh, yeah. We ate so much yummy food. We got to hang out with River. Mm. I was very lucky to take a day of annual leave on the Monday and we went to the zoo. Yep. Gosh, we did a lot. We should. We certainly did. And I'm already planning for the third time. Well, I'm coming over for your 30th. So that's already in Lawrence and I's diary. Excellent. I also need to ask you, did you enjoy having Mr. A-plus on your side of town? Um, I want Mr. A-plus to live on my side of town. I really wish I could. We would have so much fun. Yep. But you know you're always welcome. You're the only other person that has a key to my house. Thanks. That really (laughs) means a lot. I need to come to Wollongong. I would love to show you around. I think it would be really cool if I drove you, Lawrence, and River around. In your red Elantra? My car's not red. What is it? It's silver. What's your car called again? It's a Honda Civic. Okay. <laughs> I got that wrong the whole time you were here. Anytime I did. saw Hyundai Elantra, I was pointing at it, remember? <sighs> the best thing about your car, you, you don't need to use a key. Yep. Mr. Fancy. I'm looking forward to being the driver. Toot toot. Are you as bad at driving as me? On the contrary. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I am an excellent driver. Now, I want to ask you this. What are some of your memories of my time in Perth? The first thing we did was, of course, go and buy cheese, because that's our favourite thing to do together, eat cheese. Yes. We, we got a cheese platter. We got three types of cheese, hummus. I just enjoyed the days where we just hung out and you, we went to South Perth, we went to the zoo. Um, I also, do you know what I love doing with you? What? Walking with River. Another one of our finest memories. What about when we went on the playground? <laughs> did that happen? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we went on yeah. the swings. Oh, and, yeah, I and remember. We went on, and on the Flying Fox, remember? Ah, uh, yes, I remember And it that. went too fast. And what happened? What happened again? <laughs> I think you, you nearly pulled your back out. You know, it went really tight. Yep. And that was the last time we went on the Flying Fox. Yep. But the swings were good. Yeah, they definitely were good. In fact, that was I can't even remember the last time I was on a swing because they're more for kids. No, but they make you feel so free. I love going on swings. Yep, I would say they do. I don't know, just swinging up and down through the air. There's something about it. Yes. What's our favourite dessert? What do we always do when you're in Perth? Gelato. Gelato, yes. Thank you for pronouncing it correctly. Gelato. All right, your accent is too is too Aussie, so you can't pronounce it the Italian way. Okay, I'll leave that for you. But hopefully your your nonna can teach you. Yes. Let's talk about how you did your fashion show for Nonna. You brought out and showed her the suit from Ellen DeGeneres and the hats. Yep. And the quokka. It's a Paul Smith suit, actually. I know, and you looked very smart in it. Thank you. You looked and- great at my birthday. You were the best dressed, as you said. Yeah, I would say that I was. After me, but yes, but I was the well, well. Best, I was the best dressed man there. Yes, okay. You do take the cake. It was the hat. And then some other things happened. At the birthday. Yep. What about your little comedy show that you got up and did some jokes? Yep, I remember doing that. Everyone loved that. I but I forgot most of the jokes I said. Lawrence remembers. He always he always jokes around to me saying, "How's your legs holding up, fellas?" <laughs> 
every time I eat a block of cheese. <laughs> yeah. And do you, you mention the other one? But th- that's a joke you could say. Okay. The joke was, one of the worst things about being one of Hannah's best friends is knowing that eventually you have to be the fat ass's pallbearer. <laughs> Live for the legs, right, fellas? Oh, gosh. Well, also have to let everyone know we're just joking. Yeah, obviously. it was. <laughs> this is a joke. Yeah, it's exactly. because I love to eat. All, yeah, all in good fun. You are funny. Thank you. There was a certain gift that Lawrence and several of your friends got you. What was that again? Oh, my gosh. I have a, my first ever Louis Vuitton handbag, and I'm still screaming. And, Michael, the video's gone viral. It did? It's like up to, like... 340,000 views. Wow. Tell everyone about my screaming. That wasn't screaming, that was squealing. And it was excessively loud. <laughs> well, I was. I honestly had no idea I was getting a Louis Vuitton handbag. Because they are so expensive. And realistically, I'd rather put... If I had that money, I'd be putting it on my mortgage. But 40 people put in for that. Yep. That's how expensive they are. And my beautiful boyfriend organised it. Yeah. With my best friend, Montana. I actually um knew I actually knew about it myself, but I promised Lawrence not to say anything to you about it. Oh, and what about the video you made? All your friends were asked to to make a thirty second clip saying how much they love you and what they love about you and why you're so important to them. And even I did one of those clips myself. And it was beautiful. And of course, I cried, didn't I? I didn't see that. Oh, because I I squealed so much yet to go outside. I'm sorry. Yeah. Also, while we're talking about you, thank you for my beautiful flowers. Oh, yes. I definitely sent those. That was my way of of thanking you guys for allowing me into your home and giving me a place to stay during my time in Perth. It was the least I was able to do. And also, there's something else coming your way in the mail as well. Uh Uh-oh. And there's something coming your way in the mail. Anyway, I (laughs) think I've reached the end of the conclusion of my questions, which means we can now move on to a certain segment, Ask Mr. A+, where you get to ask me anything that's on that brunette mind of yours. Anything for you, along with a certain man and a Kelpie. What was your favourite activity in Perth that we did? Going to the Perth Zoo, of course. That was fun. What was your favourite animal? Lions and tigers. Yes. But also the Australian wildlife as well. Yes, and and what about the nocturnal section where you kept telling me off for talking because <laughs> you had to be quiet? Yeah, because it's customary to, to keep your voice down in, in the nocturnal area. I know, but when I see a sign to be quiet, I just automatically talk. Yes, but you can at least whisper in in a place like that. Just keep your voice down at a minimum, okay? Okay, Michael. Excellent. <laughs> Next time we go, I'll whisper and I won't shout. <laughs> what happened when you wore those thongs? Oh, yeah, those fish thongs. Yeah, so Michael, when he, the first day he was over, he's got these funny fish thongs, which you've probably seen on his social media. Yep. And he put them on and River thought he was stepping on dead fish and went wild, didn't she? Yes, she did. I've never seen her go so crazy in my life. So I basically learned a lesson that night not to wear those thongs around River. Ever again. Yeah, if I'm ever in your in your home again, I won't be bringing those thongs again. They were funny, but po- River, gosh, I've never seen us go so crazy. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. I really appreciate it. It Michael, really it's means an honor. the world. I love um, you and I miss you and I'm grateful for you. I love you in return and I really miss you as well. And Lawrence and River. Anyway... 
thank you so much for coming on today. It has been a blast talking to you again. And it's always wonderful seeing your face. Oh, I love you, Michael. I'll speak to you over the weekend. Sounds good. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.